Hello, hello. Welcome back yet again to another edition of the Have You Seen Podcast. I am your host, Mike Bivens, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner, and for just the movie stuff at Have You Seen Pod. If you're here, then you know how to spell Have You Seen. Uh, but you can definitely find me on Instagram as well at mbibs. Uh, today I am flying solo. I'm gonna try to start doing this more often with the solo reviews. I actually have four or five movies I can review right now on the solo front. But uh, I'm gonna try to knock out this one just because things got a little late on me here today, and you may see a few more come out over the course of the weekend. Uh, but today we're talking about a man called Otto. Uh, Man Called Otto, starring Tom Hanks. You know Tom Hanks from Castaway, Forrest Gump. Also starring Mariana Trevino of Club de Cuervos and Polvo. Uh, Additional cast in smaller roles, Cameron Britton. Uh, He played Ed Kemper in Mindhunter. He was also in The Umbrella Academy. Uh, And then Mike Birbiglia. Uh, Great comedian. Uh, He has some great comedy specials out there. Definitely, definitely check those out if you're into comedy. Uh, The movie's directed by Mark Forster, who has a very interesting uh, run of movies. He also directed Monsters Ball, uh, the old Holly Berry movie, World World War Z, and The Kite Runner. Like, there's no, those three movies have almost nothing in common, uh, which is hilarious to me. But Mark Forster also directed this, and I will say this one also has nothing in common with those other three. Uh, This movie was, well, let me break it down. So this movie is started out as a novel written by Frederick Backman, a man called Ove. Uh, It was directed in Swedish by Hans Holm, and the American screenplay was written by David McGee. Uh, who also did Life of Pi, Mary Poppins Returns, and uh, Finding Neverland. So again, a lot of talented people attached to this project. Uh, Quick synopsis. Again, this movie is a remake of a fantastic original film adaptation of the novel A Man Called Ove by Friedrich Backman. 2015 Swedish film was called A Man Called Ove as well, which was directed by Hans Holm, which I just mentioned. Uh, Ove is a curmudgeon, the kind of man who points at people he dislikes as if they were burglars. Oh, hold on. My computer's being weird. Bear with me. (laughs) The type of man, excuse me, who points at people he dislikes as if they were burglars caught outside his bedroom window he has staunch principles strict routines and a short fuse people call him the bitter neighbor from hell and um the funny thing about a man called Otto, i actually wasn't gonna watch it um i wasn't gonna watch it because i saw the trailer it looked like a movie that was uh trying too hard uh like you know, I know Tom Hanks. When I see Tom Hanks, I expect certain things. And then I see this movie and I see him being a grumpy old man. It felt like he was going out of his way to be grumpy in a lot of, in the, the trailer and the way the, the trailer is set up. It's one of those ones that's set up as if it's like a complete comedy situation. 
And again, if you know me, you know I don't watch trailers, so I don't know if the tone of the trailer shifted after I stopped paying attention to it. But I, I didn't like the the comedy I, the the comedy angle that they seem to be setting up in the trailer. So I wasn't gonna watch it. Um, I can't remember if it was. Actually, I listened to a few reviews, um, and I listened to, or, or I had a couple people tell me that I should check it out, so I did, and um, I was pleasantly surprised, I'm going to say. Uh, the movie had a lot more heart than I expected it to have, and it was also a lot darker than I expected it to be. Uh, part of the reason I was even open to listening to suggestions for this one is because I know that the Swedish film actually was very beloved and popular. Um, the Swedish version was actually nominated for two Academy Awards back in 2017, uh, Best Foreign Language Film of the Year and Best Achievement in Makeup and Hairstyling. Uh, I also knew that the book is very beloved, but you know, most recent the most recent American adaptation of a very popular and successful uh, European film that I could think of was um, I think the 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 original version was Force Majeure, and I can't remember what the American version was, but it had Will Ferrell. It's the the movie where the husband and wife are on a vacation, and there's an avalanche, and the husband like leaves, like runs and leaves his family behind, and then the rest of the movie is like the wife judging him. Uh, I did not watch the American version because I knew heard it was trash. <laughs> I wasn't wasting my time on it. I did enjoy the the European version or the foreign version. So because of that experience, I, I just don't have high expectations for American adaptations of foreign films. I would rather just enjoy the film as it was originally intended. But I'm glad that I checked this one out. Uh, let's get into it. So, I told you what my expectations were. I thought it was going to be a try-hard movie, but it did have a lot of heart. Uh, the movie kind of begins with Otto at the store, kind of like a cold open. He's at a store arguing with the clerk. Uh, he's decided to buy five feet of rope, and they're selling rope by the yard. And they can't give him like a prorated amount, like he's paying for the full yard. Uh, he's upset. He doesn't want to pay for the full yard. He doesn't think he should have to pay for the full yard. Uh, at one point, they ask him, do you want us to just go get you another foot of rope? He says, I don't need another foot of rope. Uh, a guy behind him offers to pay for, pay the difference for the, the, the extra foot that he's not using. He says, I don't want your money. And it just becomes a thing where he's arguing on the principle of the fact that he can't just pay for the amount of rope he's getting. Uh, so it kind of sets the tone for what type of guy he is. The scene is funny also. Um, at one point in the exchange, uh, he asked to speak with the manager. And the, the kid at the register calls over his manager. And then it's like another young person that's like probably looks younger than the guy he was originally working with. He was like, this is your manager. So like, shouldn't you be in like 10th period? Something like that. Like he just he's, he's just appalled at the entire situation. So. Uh, again, kind of sets the tone, lets you know who he is. Uh, to me, it didn't seem like he was just an asshole completely. He just did not have energy for other people's bullshit. Uh, he 
kept it real. He was a straight shooter. He had no time to to dance around people's feelings. Like if he didn't like what you were doing, he was going to tell you he didn't like what you were doing. Um, if he didn't want you to do something, he was going to tell you, I don't want you to do this. And, you know, most people aren't like that. Most of us try to tiptoe around people's feelings, et cetera, and so forth. So um, in the beginning of the movie, you're, you're probably wondering, you know, how did this guy get like this? Why are we here? Why is this, why is this guy acting this way? Uh, one of the things that we learn early on, and I'm doing my best not to like spoil too much, but one of the things we learn early on, you know, he lives alone, he's by himself and, um, we're see, we see that he's kind of being, it looks like forced to retire sort of. And he lets you know, like he lays it out. Uh, we also see there's like a situation where there's some big housing conglomerate that's like buying up all the land around him. And he's one of those guys that's been in this neighborhood for a long time and he doesn't want to go. Like he's not, he's not ready to go kind of the, um, the up situation with the old man in the, the city with, with, with the one house with the skyscrapers all around and like he's refusing to leave uh, type of situation and he's kind of being bullied and his neighbors are being bullied and pushed out. So he's put his feet down he, or in, he, he's got his feet in the ground. He's not letting anybody move him. So that kind of sets the tone. And then there's one other piece that I did not expect at all. It scared the crap out of me. And it's like, I don't, maybe this was set up in the trailer. Maybe other people know, but he then attempts and i i feel like you should know this going in because it would if it catches you off guard it's going to be kind of messed up but he attempts to commit suicide early in the movie he he attempts to commit suicide but he gets interrupted by one of his neighbors he he's kind of the window's open so he runs over to close it but then he's like can hear them struggling to park like they're trying to parallel park outside his window and like he's like you know i can't i can't do this while listening to them argue you know, in the background. So he ends up going out and helping him. And then he tries to go back in and do the deed. But, you know, it just becomes like a series. It becomes a recurring theme in the film of like his life. Things around him are so chaotic. Like he just can't, something is keeping him from, from being able to pull this, this off. Like he's ready to go, but something is keeping him here type of thing. And that's kind of the, 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 the theme of the movie. Um, initially the the neighbor character so basically the the characters that interrupt him across the street are some new neighbors that are moved in one of them is played by the mariana trevino character uh her name is marisol uh she initially annoyed the crap out of me like i was like oh my god like they're doing way too much and the reason i was annoyed by her character is because i thought this was i thought it was a white woman doing a hispanic accent uh, cause she kind of looks like the lady Heidi Gardner from SNL. <laughs> so I had to like literally pull up the IMDB to confirm. And I was like, okay, wait, she actually is uh, Latina. I don't have to be mad at this. But then I was like, all right, her character is still kind of annoying. But eventually between realizing it wasn't a fake accent and then over the course of the film, I, you get to know her a bit, um, she became my favorite character by the end and I actually truly loved her performance. I'm not sure without her performance being what it was, how I would feel about the movie. So that, that says a lot, right? Like again, 
first time I see her early on in the movie, I'm incredibly annoyed by her. By the end, she's my my favorite character. So um, it actually does feel intentional that she comes off as annoying initially, but I did not feel, by the end, I should say, I did not feel it was overdone. Like the character didn't just miraculously change and become less annoying. She was the same person over the course of the film, but we and Otto simply get to know her better over the course of the movie. And I think that might be one of the the cooler things about this movie is that they make the audience and the main character experience the same thing together, but it feels organic as well. It's not forced and it's not obvious. Uh, like I literally had to sit back and think about how that went to to to, to see it that way. Um, trying to keep these around fifteen minutes. I will say this movie is definitely a tearjerker. Um. I've definitely heard some sniffles across the audience. Definitely had to sit in the theater for a second and compose myself before I went out. I can't let them see the red eyes when I'm walking out of the theater. But um, definitely a tearjerker, definitely an emotional movie. If this is in your theater, uh, themes of suicide aren't going to devastate you, then um, I would I would definitely recommend it. Definitely a good movie. And it's not necessarily one you need to run out to the theaters for, I would say. I think it's one you can enjoy at home as well if you want to wait. For it on streaming. Before we get out of here, I do have some new partnerships that I have to push. Bear with me, and then I'm gonna get into um, get into my my last piece here. So the first one I have to mention, and again, you'll you'll want to hear these. Uh, I try to limit my partnerships to people I think things I actually believe in and would actually want to promote things that would be helpful for people. So the first one is Cinemark Rewards. Uh, for my movie lovers, if you're listening to this, I assume you're a movie lover. If your local theater or a theater near you is a Cinemark, you may want to consider signing up for Cinemark Rewards. There are two tiers to choose from, and one of them is actually a free tier. Uh, the free tier is called Cinemark Movie Fan. For every dollar that you spend, you get one point. You can use those points to redeem for tickets or other rewards. Uh, you'll get member access to screenings and advanced tickets. You'll get extra discounts on the Discount Tuesday. And you'll get other exclusive member offers as they come. Now, the paid version is the Cinemark Movie Club. It's $9.99 a month. You get all of the things I mentioned above, plus you'll get one free ticket every month to a movie of your choosing, 20% off all concessions. If you get upgraded to platinum, that bumps up to 25% off all concessions. Uh, they waive online fees, and you can order both movie tickets and uh, concessions online currently. Uh, any unused ticket credits roll over to the next month. I know that's going to be big if you're not necessarily a huge movie goer. Obviously, the one free ticket a month means that this benefit pays for itself right there. But then if you miss a month, you feel like you've missed out, you messed up. Nope. The, the free ticket rolls over every month. So if there's maybe nothing you want to see in January, but there's two movies you want to see in February, you can get both of those for free. Uh, you also, again, get the member pricing for for any additional tickets you buy. So any tickets outside of the free one every month that you buy, you'll get member pricing. So you won't be paying full price necessarily for any of those movies. For more information, hit the link in the show note. 
for the details and sign up today. All right. Now, the second movie on our, or the second promotion I have to push. And again, thank you for bearing with you, boy. Second one I have to push today is restaurant.com. Have you seen listeners? Do you like to eat? I know I do. And right now you can spend just $10 and get a $25 gift certificate to a restaurant near you. Yes, you heard me correctly. And I know what you're thinking. Bibs, that makes absolutely no sense. And I agree, but I would not lie to you. All you have to do is follow these steps right now. First, click the restaurant.com link in the show notes. After you click that link, you're going to go to their their main page and it's going to ask you to put in your zip code. Or if you're traveling somewhere, you want to maybe get a voucher for a restaurant that you're going to be near at that time, put in the zip code of the place that you're visiting. After you do that, a list of applicable restaurants will pop up. That's restaurants in or near the zip code that you put in. So, for example, if I put in my zip code here in Columbia, South Carolina, a list of restaurants that are participating with restaurant.com will pop up. You find the restaurant you want, you click on it, and a list of options will come up for that restaurant. Now, I will tell you, most restaurants will have a minimum purchase amount for your deal to apply, but that's why I asked if you like to eat. And let me give you an example so you know what I'm talking about. There's a barbecue spot near me that this deal does work for. I can get a $25 off certificate for $10, and I but I have to have a total purchase at the restaurant of $50. So again, I'm going to pay $10 right now on restaurant.com, get a $25 voucher. When I get that voucher and I take it to this uh, barbecue spot, my total uh, bill has to be $50 for that $25 off to apply. Again, I've paid $10 for the $25. If my meal has to be $50, i am going to be paying $35 for a $50 meal, and that sounds good to me. Now, if you're saying, ah, I don't know if that $50 is going to work for me, not all restaurants are the same, but there are additional options as well for most of these places. Uh, if you're flying solo, you know, you're not two people or family where this that $25 off might go a little further. Uh, if you're flying solo, you don't think you're going to spend $50 on food. There are lower options at most places. Uh, other options I've seen is pay $6 for a $15 off voucher or $4 for a $10 off voucher. It all depends on the restaurant. So again, if this sounds interesting, just hit the restaurant.com link in the show notes and learn more. That's all I got as far as uh, the, 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 the promotion tip. Thank you for, for enduring. Um, getting back to the movie, because I do want, let me see here. Let me make sure I got what I need. Uh, do, do, do. So, uh, at the end of every episode, I, I say that I want to give you one scene that stuck with me, one scene that's going to stick with you when you when you watch the movie. Um, I kind of mentioned the scene with the uh, the neighbor kind of distracting him when he's trying to 
commit suicide. And I think that one stuck with me the most because I was not expecting it. Like, and the reason I'm giving it to you now is because it's early, very early in the movie. Um, the rope that he was buying, you find out that why he that this is why he was buying it. And like, he just casually gets up to start doing it. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, there's no way this is how this is about to go. But then as he's getting up there to do it, he realizes his blinds are open. He's like, oh shit, like I probably shouldn't shouldn't do this with the blinds open. And he like runs over to close them. He gets back to start to do it and he can still hear the, the neighbor lady like yelling to try to guide her husband to, to parallel park this vehicle. And again, he's trying to end his life <laughs> and it's it, you shouldn't be laughing, but it's funny because he, like you can see him getting annoyed with the fact that he could still hear them while he's trying to do this. And like, then he just drops what he's doing and runs out there and he's like, come, come on, you're an idiot. Like, let me just, just let me do it. Blah, 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 blah. Like he's arguing them. Like, what are y'all doing? You're going to break this. You're going to break that. And it's like, you know, you're not supposed to even want to be here. Like, why, why are you so concerned with them? Like running up on the curb when they're parking, but he can't help it. This is who he is. So, Again, that that scene is like a big one as far as setting the tone for the rest of the movie, uh, and it introduces you to some main characters. So that's probably the one scene that I would say stick with, sticks with me. Again, um, when I, I did mark this as light spoilers, so if you want to go in blind, hopefully you didn't listen to this. Uh, but if you did listen to it, I did not ruin much for you. It's uh, still going to be a ride for you, and uh, should be should be a fun movie. With that said, I guess I can shut up now. Uh, I will be back. The next movie I'm going to do, if I have to do another one solo, is She Said. Um, I'm also going to do Plain. And I'm going to do Missing. Uh, I'm probably going to watch a ton of movies this weekend as well. So who knows how many more reviews you're going to start getting. But I am going to be busier on the review tip. So thank you all for tapping in with me. But until next time, peace.